Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow. And on today's podcast, we have two returning guests and one brand new guest. The two returning guests are Jack from Backpage Gaming and Mark Foot Trader. Jack, we'll go to you first. How has your experience been with the game recently and uh, how are you finding it? It's been really fun. I think they've got off to a really good start. We've seen the season. There's a lot of content. There's a lot of packs. We've just had an Icon Moments upgrade come out. So that's something to put some fodder into if you are opening those packs. For me, I got ranked four in Weekend League. I was pretty happy with that. Got pretty terrible rewards, as always. But, you know, with that being said, I am enjoying the game. And going back to the previous few promos, too, have you found them, obviously, Foot Fancy and the Foot Captains? Do you think they've been fairly decent promos, too? I think they've all been pretty good, to be fair. I think the the only like criticism I'd have is that I feel like the power curve has just been plateaued for so long that we've. I feel like all these promos are so juiced up that Team of the Season doesn't feel as special, maybe... Uh, in terms of the cards as previous years. Yeah, no, I can definitely agree. I'd definitely go back to like the the Foot Fancy. I think the a lot of the Foot Fancy cards were their boost too. A lot of them look better than a lot of the kind of Tots cards we've had already. And I feel like going throughout Tots as well, especially the top tier Foot Fancy players, will definitely be some of the best cards still after Tots as well. Look at kind of Max and Man and Dembele too. Both two amazing cards, five star, five star, which is kind of weird saying that EA, why have you given us two good cards too early? But yeah. for them, they've kind of got to be smart throughout as well to make sure the power curve is kind of slowly ramped up to make sure that we're going to get through at the end of the podcast anyway, that kind of to make sure the game actually goes through to maybe not August, September, but at least close enough to the next game. So there is kind of a uh, kind of a continuity period. And then we're going to go to Mark next. Mark, I know you've kind of been in and out of the game a bit recently. Obviously, I know Tots have probably spiked your interest a bit more again. But how's the game been for you recently too? Yeah, I've quite enjoyed it, to be honest, which for me, I'm always happiest in foot when there's actually something to grind for and things to do. So with, I know we'll touch on it later, but with the release of Icon Swaps and Team of the Season, there's been lots of packs to grind. There's been a number of different objectives, cards, packs, you name it. And that's what I enjoy. I enjoy playing the game, but knowing... I'm playing towards something or towards a player. So to cut a long story short, I've enjoyed it the last week or two of coming back onto FIFA after a few weeks out. Yeah, and I think I think that's the most thing as well. Like a lot of people do kind of slowly kind of obviously have team of the year, which kind of everyone go everyone loves team of the year, but I think it's a weird problem because not everyone's gonna pack a team of the year, whereas we obviously get to tots now. Everyone will pack at least one tots regardless all the way through and kind of Regardless of whether you hate FIFA or not, Tots will bring you back into the game to some extent. And for most people, I feel like it's the, again, it's the more of the end of the game, but Tots is kind of the thing most people look forward to throughout the whole year. It's just kind of making sure that Tots is the big event that it usually is and not kind of just another promo, which maybe last year was a bit of a weird one because we know that they were always going to release a bigger thing after Tots. But again, just making sure that TOTS is the big event that it usually is and kind of making sure everyone really is excited for it. I'm going to go to our brand new guest today, LCB. LCB, how are we doing today? And welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me on. Been a, a long time listener, so it's really good to be here. And yeah, I'm very good. Thank you, mate. And also for you, how have you found this FIFA compared to other years? And kind of would you say you're enjoying it currently? Are you kind of indifferent? What's your experience been like this year? So for the past, I'd say three weeks or so, I've had a little bit of a break from FIFA um, and then came back, did a ch foot champs and got a red Neymar. So now I'm fully loving the game again. 
Um, so yeah, that was nice. And yeah, coming back for Tots. Um, yeah, obviously the first team of the season. We've got the John McGinn card. So recently foot captains had Ming. So Villa's getting some love. So yeah, I'm loving it again. Yeah, that's one thing. Obviously, if you're uh, if you're a fan of a, a smaller club like Villa, it's always good to see your uh, your team get a few cards in there here and there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, Coutinho as well. That card does look pretty crazy, and he is a fairly pricey card as well. Um, and LCB for you, obviously, when we ever get, when we get a guest on first time as we always like to go through and kind of how they start with the Ultimate Team as well. And you said, kind of, when was your first Ultimate Team kind of experience? And kind of, have you always been proper into Ultimate Team? Have you kind of been in and out? So I, I dabbled a little bit in in kind of FIFA 12, FIFA 13, but ever since FIFA 14 was that was the year that I I played religiously, and yeah, every single year since then, um, non-stop. Even though a lot of my friends have stopped playing and back when we first started i think what one of the main reasons that i fell in love with the game was every thursday going oh boys what have we got in our picks and stuff like that but yeah now not many of my friends still play it but obviously got into streaming and yeah play it religiously yeah that's definitely the one thing i feel like everyone gets into my team originally to kind of get a better team than their friends kind of to get better pat pool things like that and obviously everyone does grow up at some point and it's kind of it's tough when you get older and your friends stop playing it but at least again with streaming with twitch with twitter kind of your communities there you do kind of get that involvement as well of everyone else too which does keep keep you kind of playing and i do feel like on my team if you play on my team without knowing anyone else it can be a lonely game and it kind of you do lose motivation but at least having a community around you kind of gets keeps you playing the game and obviously kind of helps you kind of meet new people as well which is always the, the best thing about streaming and kind of with, with twitch and kind of with other kind of platforms as well but i do want to get into the uh, the first part of the podcast today which is that team of the season is finally here i know we uh i know we spoke about it a little bit already but i kind of want to get your guys takes on what you're looking forward to with tots what do you want ea to kind of add slash change about this tots going back to previous years and then we'll kind of go over the rewards a little bit as well but i want to mark i want to go to you first i know obviously I mean, everyone loves Tots. I mean, I, I imagine you're no different as well. But what are you kind of looking forward to most in Tots? And uh, is there anything you kind of want EA to add or change regarding this year's Tots as well? Yeah, I think I've mentioned it before, but the most enjoyable part of Tots is it's not like Team of the Year because we've talked about this again. And if you're playing the game throughout Tots, you are going to pack one at some point. They're not that hard. Well, I don't know because I haven't packed one yet, but they shouldn't be that hard to find in packs. And with rewards, squad battles, rivals, weekend league, you should be able to pack a few tots, which, I mean, seeing that blue flare is always the best part for me. Um, And again, just seeing cards, which I'm going to be honest, there's some players that you've not really heard of before and they end up having monster cards. There's always a couple hidden gems here and there. And it gives you a lot more options in your squad building front as well or just to stack your club and get some fodder. So that's what I always look forward to is just the initial grind, building up your club and then you can pick and choose what SBCs you can throw all the ones that you don't want into. And that's a good thing this year. I know usually the EA don't release as many icon kind of SBCs around TOTS too, but at least they've kind of dropped the, I mean, probably close to 10 at least anyway, that are going to be available throughout the whole TOTS period. And now obviously going back to like Maldini, who was a, a card that I'm going to pretty chuck most of my fodder into. But I know Maldini's out for 12 weeks, which easily goes through the TOTS period. Again, there's a lot of big kind of icon cards, which maybe you wouldn't kind of think you could get in your team, but throughout TOTS, you'll no doubt get loads of fodder, whether it be kind of through guys you pack pool or objectives too. 
And Mark, is there any kind of tops cards that you're looking forward to? I know EFL is going to be released next week, but any uh, EFL cards you wouldn't mind getting your team? I think any Sunderland EFL card will be a huge win for me. I know I'm quite banking on that Ross Stewart card. Um, we'll see what happens there. I, Jermaine Defoe needs to link somehow, so fingers crossed. But again, there's not really a specific player I'm looking forward to. I could probably use uh, Premier League left winger, if I'm honest, because numbers up Jotter is coming to the end of his career with Marks FC right now. So <laughs> he might need replacing soon. So either a Premier League left winger or a Ross Stewart, and that'll satisfy me. And I know, obviously, going back to last year too, Charlie White somehow... I mean, I don't know how many goals he's goals he's called last year, but Charlie White was absolutely robbed last year. So uh, hopefully, Sunderland get a bit of a kind of a redemption this year as well with that. And OCB, I want to go to you next. Obviously, with Tots, you said you play FIFA for quite a while now. Kind of, is there anything you're looking forward to most about this Tots, and anything that you kind of wouldn't mind EA adding or changing regarding this year's Tots as well? I think obviously this is my second FIFA as um, as a content creator, so. Looking back on last year as Tots, one thing I'm looking forward to is just the, the buzz around the game again. It's, it always seems to, over the past couple of weeks, it dies down. You look at like on TikTok numbers, they died down as well. And then everyone starts coming back to the game for Tots. So that's the main thing I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, similar to Mark as well, um, just looking at some, trying out some new players. Um, I think like the rest of Worlds are always looking at, at, uh, at their players and the Reds. You get some players like five star, five star, absolutely unbelievable stats going for like fifty k just because they're really hard to link. But with the amount of icons being available, actually they're quite easy to link. Um, and I think with foot, sometimes you can once you get your your first team set, you can find yourself sometimes playing with the same players for a long time. So yeah, the most thing I'm looking forward to is changing that up. And obviously, player of the month Mbappe is not going to go, but. <laughs> Varane might get dropped. Yeah, that's one thing. I go back to last year, I think one card for me. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but I think it was a senior. It was a, uh, I think it was a guy oh, from yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah, he was, uh, he was quality. And I said, there will be no doubt some cheaper cards in and out tots as well, which will, again, they're out, they will be usually tough to uh, kind of link into your team, but with the amount of icons available in the game right now for cheap, and I'm sure most of you guys have gone ahead and done probably a few icon SPCs and kind of few kind of the, uh, whether it be like a prime icon player pick, things like that. So it won't be too hard to get an icon, or sorry, it won't be too hard to get like an off-league player in your team too, which is, again, it's just nice to use different cards, new cards here and there, which again, promos at EA can kind of choose the cards. A lot of times they will go for the same players over and over and over again, which we'll see again with the uh, a new release of another French centre-back uh, today. But again, these kind of, Again, performance-based cards, it's always nice to see them get a big boost and at least make them usable, which, again, for the most part of the year, they wouldn't be usable anyway. And Jack, I want to go to you next here. What are you looking forward to most of the Tots? And do you think EA can really change too much about this year's Tots compared to previous years or not? Uh, I, I think, uh, I suppose, in a way, they've already changed it by having the different foot champs rewards um, with it being only 20 games and a points-based system and all that. Um in terms of what I'm looking forward to for Team of the Season, I mean this in the best way possible. I feel like it's the beginning of the end for like every, every year on the FIFA because all these players are all really cheap. They're all really fun. You get a lot of like chance to change around your team and experiment new different players because it doesn't matter as much. And generally, like LCB says, there's all these off-league players that you've never used, never even heard of, that have suddenly got a cracked card out of nowhere. So 
I think it is really entertaining this type of you know this this era, if you will, or whatever of FIFA because it's just it's fun. It feels a lot more fun. I think, despite the fact that weekend league is sweaty as anything, it feels like the most fun time. I think, and that's the thing as well. I know, kind of this year has been good for the most part. The market's been cheap. You can use a lot of different players. But the issue does come is that you kind of you want to grind the game, you want to play the game to get a better team. When you get to that point when you can't improve your team anymore, that's when you find yourself stop playing the game as much. And obviously, if they're out tots, it'll be good to kind of every week there will be at least two teams of tots released as well. So kind of a lot of players to use. But unless EA can kind of differentiate certain players again with their whether it be a skill move boost or a weak foot boost, a lot of these players will feel somewhat the same, and it won't matter too much about trying to get them in your team because most people do have a decent amount of icons to kind of link any player they want in. And obviously going with the kind of the skill moves in the week, we've had a few players already, obviously Fred with the five-star and then the uh, Luis Suarez with the four-star, five-star as well. I think Jack, I saw you mentioned earlier with the uh, the Kakare with the boost to a four-star week for two. So at least EA are doing something with that. Um, but it really remains to be seen if they'd kind of go throughout the whole tops period and kind of do boost-up cards with a kind of five-star week for five-star skills because we know a lot of people will only use players if they have a five-star kind of skill moves or five-star weak foot. And again, I'm one of them because I'm an absolute Bora scoop merchant and I need that <laughs> in my attack. But again, a lot of cars will be cheap regardless if they don't have a, whether it be five-star skills or a five-star weak foot. And I know you touched on a little bit, Jack, with the kind of rewards and such. I do want to get your guys' takes on that as well. Uh, Jack, we'll go back to you first on this one. Thoughts on the changes to the uh, TOTS rewards this year? Do you think they're better or worse than last year? And then, uh, obviously, with the score battles too, do you like the addition with the uh, new kind of players you can get in score battles as well? Yeah, I'll touch on score battles quickly because um, I'm sure we all love playing it. We all love talking about it. So I think it's a good change. I mean, it keeps it somewhat relevant, doesn't it, to what is going on in the game? Whereas I think like score battles is always just like the neglected child. You know, it's the middle child into of, of everything. It's just you get a bit of experience with icon swaps, and then you just fob it off for the rest of the year. So that's a nice change. A uh, bit rubbish that they uh, reduced the coins I thought I mean there's no reason to do that really because it's such a like 30k who cares in terms of the actual you know foot champs we can league I think it's a good change I think people are I don't know I don't know whether I want to be that guy I feel like people are a bit entitled you know <laughs> listen you know if you get like two wins you don't deserve a team of the week pack or a team of the season pack get a grip so for me 14 wins is so much easier than elite, getting elite. Elite last year was really, I thought it was really difficult to get elite. Uh, and that's me coming from me, who I actually have got it, just, you know, not to flex, <laughs> pathetic flex. But I had got it a few times. Um, I am a foot champs verified player. Um, so for me, 14 wins, I think is fair. But I think it's, if I was a top, you know, a top, top player and you're getting that like one pack for 19 wins, I would be fuming. I would be absolutely seething. I think that's the issue here for the like the middle range player for the uh, the average player. I think it's a lot easier to get the initial team of the season pack. I mean, going back as well, I, I did get one last year, and it was uh, it was in the Bundesliga tots, and I ended up getting three players who I think the uh, the total of all three was about ninety k. So didn't make too much from that. And I think people obviously, I think because for the most part of the year, people have got the team of the week pack easily. And I don't think the Team of the Week pack and the Team of the Season pack are comparable, really. And I know previous years it was always elite to get the Team of the Week pack and the Tots pack. It is easier this year. But again, for those top ranks, it seems strange that they don't get much better rewards than the people who say, again, 14, 16 wins. Well, they should be getting rewarded. 
But also, this lower you go down, there isn't too much difference or change throughout the rewards for the whole kind of group of people anyway, which is strange. Again, I think people definitely who are getting 18, 19, 20 wins should be rewarded kind of fairly. But we've seen issues too that foot champs isn't the kind of be all and end all. And EA don't really care about making foot champs as competitive as it should be. They care more about making rivals competitive. So it's a weird one there. Uh, and I do want to go to Mark. I know Mark, uh, fortunately, only got to five wins in foot champs, whether he uh, likes to admit that or not, and whether he said he did it on purpose remains to be seen. Uh, and Mark, for you, kind of how have you found the rewards? And obviously, you touched on scorebacks a little bit. Do you think the reward kind of change this year has been good or not? And uh, kind of you've gone through the rewards already. How are your rewards as well in foot champs? Yeah, I think it's been refreshing, to say the least. Um, I still b believe that if you are getting them higher wins, the 18s, the 19s, you deserve to be recognised and rewarded a lot more. And, you know, you, you've got a feel for them because they're grinding out the same as we are and they're doing much better than the majority of the players and they're not really getting anything... They're not getting much more than the normal person. Um, so I think that's something which is a bit wrong with the system right now. Um, going back to the team of the week pack, I don't know why they couldn't have left that in for the lower ranks anyway, because most weeks you get three discard team of the weeks and you just quick sell them anyway. It's an extra 30k, like squad battles, just let them have the, the extra coins. That way they can't complain that they're not getting anything for getting nine wins, for instance. They're still getting that team of the week pack because we all know Team of the Week is going to be redundant now going into the last few months. But yeah, I'll happily admit I got five wins. It was a, Got it all done on Friday in about two hours. Very stress-free. Gave away a lot of wins. Played Golden Goal and ended up with my two red picks, John McGinn and Gerard Moreno. So very happy with that for fodder purposes because we all know John McGinn is just fodder. So <laughs> apart from that, the only thing I don't agree with is if you get five wins like I did, I get two red picks. If I'd have grinded four more wins and got nine, I'd have got one red pick. I knew realistically not many players were going to make a difference in my team, so I just chose to get five. Well, I'd have probably got five anyway, but I got, <laughs> got, my, five, got my five wins and I, I got two reds from it, so I was very happy. Did I deserve it? Probably not, because... If you get more wins, surely you should get better awards. And I think that's the only flaw right now. Yeah, it does seem strange. I didn't even realise before you mentioned that earlier. It seems strange to kind of get less for more wins. And I know obviously you get the guarantee of a, there's no kind of maximum rating on the player and it was a community tot. So when we go to the rest of the tots as well, we'll be like the uh, the top five league, whether it be the, the e-figs, they call it, player anyway. But it does seem strange that the kind of you can still get decent rewards from a, a lower rank, which I'm not saying it should be possible to get decent rewards from a lower rank, but again, the, the better you do, the more rewarded you should be. Although for the most part of the year, getting 11 wins has been kind of the go-to because the jump from 11 to 14 isn't worthwhile. And again, there should always be reason to want to play more, to want to get better with champs. And I think that's been the issue this year, going back to previous years, is that I've, I've enjoyed playing foot champs in previous years, trying to get to that next rank, whether it be like Elite 3, make sure I get goal 1, kind of pushing further beyond that. But this year, it's kind of foot champs has lost that kind of uh, need to want to do do well and want to play on, because if you do, you won't get rewarded for it. I'm not saying you got rewarded for it in previous years, but again, it's kind of lost a, bit, a little bit of kind of, I don't know what it is about foot champs and whether I'm, 
I'm going to go back and actually say that I prefer the the 30 game weekend leagues. I don't know if I, I can really say that truthfully, but it just seems a bit weird, a little bit weird this year for champs. And LCB for you, as far as the rewards go, do you think they've uh, they've been kind of a, a good upgrade this year? And uh, and with score battles too, do you, are you actually going to play a little bit score battles now? They've uh, added in the uh, team of the season players into that as well. Right to start with squad battles, um, probably not. Just on the basis of not having the time alongside div rivals, foot champs, and like, there's probably going to be some really nice objective cards to try and grind out as well. Uh, would I, if I had the time, play squad battles? Probably, because it does seem quite rewarding, and it's just it is really stress free. It's quite easy at times. Um, I got a bit of grief on Twitter actually for my initial thoughts on the new rewards for foot champs because I said that well the best players should be getting rewarded and uh, in hindsight they're not though like, the, the higher ones aren't getting rewarded and I think really what what EA just needs to do is same as you Bristow would I prefer 30 games I'm not too sure but they, I feel like they definitely should bring back top 100 for them top level players I will never get in top 100. I got elite blackjack a couple of times. Okay, verify foot chance players, both of us. Um, but I'm never going to get top 100. But for them top end players, they should be getting it. And there, for there to be no team of the season uh, times 10 packs and foot chance rewards this year is just really strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get them. I feel like again with the whether going back to 30 games, 40 games, whatever, whether that's the the reason why foot champs used to be good or something. I just feel like whether the rewards being made kind of available straight away plays a part too. It's a lot of things that go into a lot of variables. There just is something missing from Foot Champs this year to make it what it used to be. And I can't really put my finger on it because, again, do I like the casualness of it right now? Of course. Do I like the fact that I'm not playing, say, probably another few hours of FIFA a weekend? Yeah, I don't mind that at all. But... There is kind of not saying there needs to be a need to play FIFA on the weekend, but you need to figure something out to make champs kind of what it used to be. And I know they're trying to cater towards more casual players. And again, I'm probably more of a casual player now with kind of a working, kind of being more busy. But again, there needs to be like a, a more of a, a sweet spot, really, I think, for the competitive players as well to kind of make it more worthwhile and to make you want to actually do well in champs and not kind of be happy. At stopping early again i don't think anyone should really be happy at stopping early anyway but right now there is no kind of real reason to go on and uh, push on and kind of be like be a verified player like uh, lcb and the uh, jacker I, I don't know how these just boys to, are but uh, <laughs> yeah just to butt in quickly the the thing that i think the ea have really done the, a strange thing is like we said rivals is the big pro thing now isn't it because you know you get your skill rating you need what 2300 i think it was to qualify earlier in the year for the you know the big fifa world cups and that why do you why do we still get rubbish i say rubbish rewards they are good rewards um in rivals but why is that not where you, they reward it big time and you get those top 100 packs or you get um you know elite you know in in elite division once you get there it doesn't matter where you you know whether you've got 1600 points or 5 million points you get the same rewards after your eight wins, which I find bizarre because, like I say, they've made this big competitive push in there. I actually think Champs is really good uh, in terms of both, you know, forget the team of the season for a minute, all the, you know, the rewards that we've had throughout the rest of the year. I think they've been a really good level for both the casual player and, you know, the, some of the players that are a bit more often. 
I think you leave them, they're perfectly fine. I think for me now, rivals have to get better in terms of rewards. If you want to push for that competitive level, um, which I think has been lost in weekend league, like for me, I got, obviously I got rank four and I had two games left. I could have gone for rank three, but rank three is actually worse in my opinion, which is strange. I gave away two wins like the absolute saint that I am. <laughs> but there was not a moment where I was like, I was stressed or I was, you know, panicking or, you know, wanting to jump out my window. Whereas... In that game, trying to clutch up Elite 3, oh my god, you know, I was ready to kill a man if I needed to, to get Elite 3, I wasn't scared. But this year, it doesn't feel like there's that sort of danger, I don't know, maybe danger is a bit extreme, but <laughs> that excitement, you know what I mean, that tenseness. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that, I'm not, I wouldn't probably go as far as you to get Elite 3, uh, each their own. Ah, <laughs> for it. But yeah, it's just the kind of, again, you do, you do lose that kind of... Uh, not the mad the magic of the cup, but there is something missing from champs that they need to figure out a way to replace. And obviously, going with the rival stuff too, the fact that if I'm on like a sixteen hundred skill rank compared to like a twenty three hundred, and I get the same reward as them, it makes no sense at all. And for me, for the most part, a lot of times, what when I get to elite, I'll probably go into quite a few games, quit out straight away, lower my skill rating to give myself easy games to get my rewards, and I'm done. If I if I'm not trying to be a pro player, why am I like? trying to get a high skill rating because I'm going to get the same amount of rewards as them. If if the higher the skill rating you had basically meant that you got better rewards, I would probably try and do better. But there is no need to, which is, I think, most people now as well, if you don't need to play more, you won't. And I think that's what EA is struggling with a little bit as well. And I do want to get into the uh, the actual TOTS team themselves now. Obviously, you've had the community and the Eredivisie released. Surprisingly, Eredivisie TOTS actually has probably the best player release so far. But I do want to go over the community tots first and kind of get you guys' thoughts on the team. Any players that stand out to you and any players that, you, that you've that you used already too. I know, Jack, you've, uh, you and Robbie do a few uh, a few player reviews every week or so. But uh, other players you've used so far, anyone that stand out to you so far too? Zaha. Man, it is an absolute demon. Absolutely the most meta player um, that I've used so far from the team of the season. Um Granted, I've not used Graven Birch or Fred just yet. Uh, I should be using them at some point this week. But yeah, Zaha's really impressed me for such a cheap card as well. When you think about a five-star skiller from the Prem, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah, I picked him up earlier, actually, and I compared his stats to uh, similar cards. And surprisingly, he's very comparable to third inform Mbappe, which, am I going to say he's going to play as good as third inform Mbappe? No. But looking at them stats-wise, they're very, very similar. Obviously, five-star, four-star. And he, for what he brings, I think he's definitely the cheapest player for that mainly. He's crazy cheap as well. Um, but with the other cards you've used too, any ones you've kind of been a little bit disappointed in as well? Uh, Kakare actually really disappointed me. I used him. I thought, I don't know, he felt a bit one-dimensional. Um, he didn't really have much going forward for me. And I play 4-2-3-1 at the minute. You know, what used to be the most popular formation ever doesn't seem to be that popular, but for me it really works well, and he didn't do well at all. Kakare just felt, felt like a little bit of a little, you know, little boy, little <laughs> boy that got lost in the field for me. After having used Moments Rykard and Future Stars Graven Birch, having this little twink walking around, I'm like, you do not suit my midfield whatsoever. So he disappointed me. Um, Robbie used Carrasco, he was disappointed by him as well. Uh, felt like the balance kind of, it doesn't really feel like a big meta card. Um, then I've used McGinn. I thought McGinn was actually really quite good. For 60k on Xbox, absolutely class card. 
especially when you think of Prem, like how expensive Prem cards used to be. Uh, he does uh, he does do the job. I actually packed that um, Mitchell. He's all right. He's you know he's a decent left back. And then Anthony was uh, another player that I thought probably a little bit expensive, but a great winger. I uh, I've really enjoyed him. Yeah, like going back to the Eredivisie too. Obviously, I know we uh, will go over that shortly as well. But Lane then with the community talks, some good players in there. Not a lot of them are that expensive too, so they're very affordable. Um, but yeah, definitely with the games of use of Zaha so far, I can definitely agree with you there. Uh, Kakre, a little bit disappointed to hear that he wasn't good for you. Um, but I can get that too. If you're used to kind of bigger players in midfield, going to like a, a small boy, like you said, he was 5'9 and yeah. he's lean as well. You can kind of feel the difference there as well. And LCB, I want to go to you next in this one. I know um, I'm hoping you've used John McGinn so far. Uh, and if you have, how's he been for you? And uh, any of the cards that you use so far as well? Yeah, I was going to say it's it's really nice to like our like first week of team of the season. We've got a new best centre mid in the game, and to be able to get him for only forty five k as well, uh, it's absolutely class. Uh, no, but no, I haven't. I, I haven't had a chance to use him yet. I haven't played a game of FIFA since um, Tots was released. Um, but tomorrow, going to be smashing out of chance games. That I'll buy him and put him straight in the team for for forty five k. It looks like a st steel whacking engine on him as well. Um, and yeah, he's 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 Hullet Gang, so yeah, it's absolutely class. Uh, Gravenberg is obviously clear, he looks absolutely insane. Um, I've only packed one so far, um, from uh, accident, uh, by accident, opened up a 75 plus player pack, oh, not that bothered, and um, got the oh, Halla, that's his name, yeah. Haven't used Amoeba, um, but he, he looks good. The the main card I've got my eyes on, though, is, um, and I know a lot of people will be looking at him because he's one of the more favourable cards then, is the Fred with the five-star skill move upgrade. I think he will be an absolute monster looking at his stats. Um, I'm the same as Jack, play 4-2-3-1. Uh, traditionally, I've always been a 4 one 2 one 2 narrow kind of guy, but it's just not worked for me this year. And yeah, that Fred... Uh, as a high, high box to box in that centre defensive mid spot should be absolutely class. Yeah, no, Fred does look good. I know, I mean, maybe he's going to be for like a, another little boy in the midfield, but a little boy with some tricks up his sleeve with the five star skills, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll do good in, in the midfield as well. Um, but yeah, John McGinn looks looks crazy. And again, his value as well for a Premier Fielder too. I obviously know he's got the Scottish links, which um, I don't know any, any other good Scottish players in FIFA. Um, but... <laughs> It'll be it'll be easy to link anyway, and obviously with the uh, the prem tots around the corner, I feel like picking up a few McGins may not be a bad kind of trading um, idea too. Because again, you get some decent red picks throughout prem. He may be a guy you want to try and slide in your team as well. But again, we've mentioned already too that if you've got a lot of icons, a lot of these guys aren't going to be a lot of these guys aren't going to be too hard to get into your team anyway. And Mark, for you, obviously going with the community tots. Any cards that have any have you used any cards yet from the community tots? Any cards that you want to get into your team? in the coming weeks as well from this team? So, I've used three so far. I used Gerard Moreno to complete Padejo, and he was okay. And then, so I've used Moreno, and then I used McGinn and Padejo in an SBC. So, technically, I did <laughs> use them, but didn't really play with them. Um, there's no point me talking about using cards anyway, because we all know what standard of a player I am. Not verified. <laughs> I'm very Mike Bassett, play four four two, um, and I need them good cards just to make me look half decent at the game, which is why you see the team of the year, Ronaldo and Messi in my team. And yeah, it's a bit embarrassing when I, I'm still getting five wins of the team I've got. But 
But yeah, there's not really too many. Um, community team of the season, it's one that I always look at. It's like, it's, there's a lot of hype around team of the season and then this comes out and we all know we're waiting for the big five leagues. So it's always a frustrating week because I'm very impatient. I just want the good leagues to come straight away. So I have looked at that Zaha card but I'm just going to keep waiting to see what Premier League left wing comes next week. And if there's no one better than Zaha, I might try and use him. But apart from that, there's not really many cards in there, apart from the obvious Gravenberch and Laporte, who I think are really standing out to me right now. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, Mark, you're not going to get much sympathy from us here, unfortunately, mate. For only getting five wins a week, um, but I'm sure you'll get this. Hey, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with these rewards. Five wins, you know. I mean, last year I remember I used to play champs to get gold. Gold three was fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Gold three, gold two, fourteen, seventeen, and it used to feel really stressful because I mean, if you think it's like half, you have to win half your games. Which I mean, I could do most weeks, but that was probably my level gold one at the push. As now I have to win 25% of my games and I'm probably getting better awards than I did last year. So, yeah, I don't need any sympathy. (laughs) I'll keep pushing these five wins. I mean, Friday I managed to get my five wins out, completed Parejo and Icon swaps all in one day when in previous years it would have took me all weekend just to get 14 wins. So, I'm very happy, satisfied again. (laughs) <laughs> that's definitely one thing with it too I know obviously we, we're going about missing that kind of spark from foot champs too but again if you've got a busy weekend you don't want to play too much FIFA like it's good right now it's easy to play um, not many games get your wins out get some good rewards early on and kind of uh, bounce from it but again it's a weird one like the fact that again five wins right now you can get decent rewards I'm not saying it's a bad thing but it kind of makes sense if you don't want to play more. Like you can actually get five wins and get some okay rewards there too. And I know I did want to go over kind of um, the Eredivisie. I feel like everyone's mentioned the main guy from Eredivisie already, Gravenberch, even though he wasn't in the community tots. Um, but obviously with the Eredivisie, there isn't many other players apart from Gravenberch. Maybe the Timber. Um, and they got Mazarawi, Anthony. I won't get you guys' thoughts on them because again, it's. I don't think any of them, You, I mean, obviously I know Jack's gone over Anthony a little bit as well, but I'm not sure anyone's really going to want to get many of the other guys in the team apart from uh, Greven Birch. But I do want to move on to Icon Swaps now as well. Icon Swaps, I feel like in previous years has been a little bit better. I feel like the first few editions this year haven't been great. Although I personally think that this edition of Icon Swaps right now is probably the best we've ever had. Obviously, you want to get your guys' takes on it too. LCB, I want to go to you first on this one. How do you think Icon Swaps has been this year for you personally? And uh, what have you taken previously from Icon Swaps too? Have you completed most of Icon Swaps uh, so far this year? Yes, so I've done every every token for each of the uh, swaps that have come out. It's always been, I don't know what it is about it, it's always been like my favourite, I don't know, is it a promo? Did you say it's a promo? So yeah, my favourite promo in FIFA's. Um, but I would honestly prefer it to go back to traditional icon swaps where there was just like a, like baby essians and mid perlos rather than all of the, the fodder packs but that said what do i take every single time this icon swaps at the minute is the fodder packs um but i think the reason for that is i was it's like i was looking i was thinking 17 tokens prime hunt it 
I've never never had a prime mullet before. Yeah, that'd be class. But by the time uh, the second batch actually come out to get enough tokens to get prime mullet, there'll probably be six or seven different centre mids who are as good as prime mullet because of tots. So why am I going to wait all of that time to get a card which is probably going to be more accessible down that line? You'd probably get an, a, an icon SBC that with the amount of content getting thrown at she could probably craft as well. Um, so yeah, I think most people are going down the, the fodder pack routes. I myself are going to do all of them and then do the, the 91 plus attacker or mid, which seems to be better than the 93 plus. I've been seeing some people get some awful, awful shouts from the 93 plus. Yeah, that's the one thing. I know I'm, I'm a bit like you as well. I prefer the traditional ones. I prefer kind of going with the icons and whether you want to go one or two icons here and there. And obviously going with like, obviously Prime Hullet again, I feel like we've had the best selection from any kind of swap to come out the previous years. And to have like, pri- like sorry, Moments Mateus, Moments Etu, Prime Hullet, these guys available, I'm saying pre-tots, you won't be able to get the top tier guys until kind of probably near the end of tots anyway. But for them to give, the, give us these cards early on is really good. But LCB said there, a lot of these guys you can't get until kind of later on the line anyway, which is a little bit frustrating. Again, there are some okay cards you can get in the first batch, whether it be like Moments Best or like a Van der Sar, who I think usually Moments Van der Sar is one of the best keepers on the game. But with Tots coming anyway, there'll be loads of keepers probably as good as Van der Sar, no matter what. It's just whether you need that linking team as well. And Jack, for you, kind of Vicon Swaps, how do you think, how do you think Ian done with Vicon Swap this year? And uh, are you kind of a more of a fodder pattern guy? Do you prefer icons, kind of a, a good selection of icons here and there? I think I can't. I think I might have said it one of the one of the other times I came on the podcast. I wish that they'd done two promos in a way where one was icon swaps, so you just had icons to choose from, and then like fodder. I don't know. They wouldn't call it fodder swaps, obviously, but some different promo to get the uh, the package. Just so icon swaps feels like icon swaps again. But for me, that being said, like LCB said. Of course, I'm taking the Foddy packs. I can't stop. I'm a generic gambler. I can't help it. They're so good. Like the 85 times 20, I am gassed to open that during Ultimate Team of the Season. I'm hoping, you know, they're going to be juiced. I've already done the 91 plus attack on mid moments. That's where I got Rykard from. Um, huge pull. Did an icon roulette. Got down to um, Netherlands uh, and Brazil. Uh-huh. Obviously, like the idiot that I am, I'm dreaming. I'm seeing Ronaldinho, I'm seeing R9, I'm seeing Cruyff, and then I see big old Frank in front of me, and it was not the you know it was not the man that I wanted. He was not the man I was dreaming of. He is quite good though. If anyone's thinking about picking up moments, Rykard, but for me the fodder packs are just too good. Like LCB says, there's going to be so many fodder, uh, so many icons coming in terms of an SBCs that you might as well pick them, and you can do the icons for very cheap, and also get the chance at packing a huge team of the season along the way. Yeah, and the, uh, the 85 times 20 seems crazy. And I yeah. probably will end up doing that. It's just whether I'm going to have the patience to wait until Ultimate Tots, whether I pick like a, a top five league that I want to open it for. Because I always feel with the Ultimate Tots too, they don't always pick the best of the best for it. So it may be the selection might be a little bit weird for that. But I don't know. I'm I'm still torn with what I'm going to go for. I thought at first I'm going to go with uh, Moments Etu. Although I'm um, Un and Aaron over him, I also wouldn't mind going with uh, Moments George Best. I did, I did use him previously too the past few weeks and actually was a really good card. Although the fact that he's four star, four star, medium, medium kind of lets him down a little bit. You kind of want to do want a high attack and work rate in a, in a strike. And I know. Didn't you? Didn't said that. I, I, I packed him from, a, from an icon pack. I was absolutely gassed. I was buzzing with that. I think for nine tokens, he's class. I will say quickly that. 
I do think this is, I agree, this is definitely the best selection of you know, choices. I think it's always best when EA make you think about you like, oh, should I have that or should I go for that? Um, I think for content creators, it kind of makes more sense to go for the packs, but for the average Joe that is just playing the game, it's really fun to have to make a choice, I think, as daft as that sounds. Yeah, no, I, I think definitely, I mean, if you need these players in the team, whether it be like a best of Andasara keeper or even like King Kenny's at a seven token guy, like there are some good options for you there as well. And Mark, for you, are you going to be kind of grinding out swaps uh, for this one? And uh, are you kind of, would you prefer fodder packs or swaps? Do you like the, uh, the kind of traditional route of purely players? What are your thoughts on the swaps right now? Yeah, I'm going to bring up, it wouldn't be a podcast without it, Max, but remember <laughs> that time we opened that fodder pack and got team of the year, Bruno? So yeah. Since, good, then, since, then, I, since then, I've been addicted to these fodder packs. Um, so I don't, I'm torn between either the three top fodder packs and the 93 moments, or do I just get all four fodder packs? And then if I decide to grind out the rest of the tokens, just get a moments van der Sar for the fodder because I've already got team of the year, Donnarumma, untradeable. So I will be going for fodder packs. Just purely that way, I can get fodder in my club. I can complete the SBCs I want to complete. And I know when we've spoken in the past, you've mentioned you like to go for an icon, so you've got something to show for the work. But the way I think of it is, at least if I get the fodder packs and can craft an icon from them, that's my way of showing at least I did, at least I got something out of it. So I think the best bet for me is just fodder packs, at least that way. I can improve my team rather than take a gamble on an icon pack and probably get someone dreadful. Yeah, and I, I, I like that idea as well, getting the fodder packs, although with the last lot of icon swaps, I took some fodder packs and they were absolutely horrific. So now I'm like, if I do fodder packs again, will I even get fodder to do SPCs? Although I'm sure throughout TOTS, there'll be a lot of these fodder packs being opened with like probably half of the cards in there being a TOTS card as well. So... Again, TOTS is always a good time to open these fodder packs as well, whether you want to open them for a certain team or kind of wait for the ultimate team of the season as well. Um, but definitely lots of uh, lots of time to open a open a fodder pack and get something decent from it regardless. And obviously, like we mentioned previously, a lot of kind of icon SPCs released. Obviously, there'll be player SPCs released throughout TOTS as well. So if you want to pick and choose what players you do want to do and kind of give, give yourself more choice and kind of uh, actually pick the player you want and not kind of feel forced to pick him, whether it be like an S2 with Dalglish or a best anyway. And I'm going to go over, we've got one last topic here that, again, if, you, if you're if you a kind of a regular listener to the podcast, we do always speak about the power curve a lot. Um, power curve is probably the most mentioned phrase we've ever had on the podcast anyway. But one kind of question that they want to kind of speak about now, one kind of debate is how do EA keep the game going post-tot? So now previous years we've had, again, Going back to the original one, FIFA 20, we had Summer Heat, which, again, I'm not saying COVID was good for anyone, but COVID was kind of good for EA as far as making people play their game more. And obviously last year we did have the Summer Stars promo with the kind of the festival of football with the Path to Glory players and a lot of live content around, whether it be the uh, the, the, um, the Copa America or the Euros, which, again, when EA tie in real-life football and live football with the game, it's always a, a bonus, and I think most people like it anyway. But I feel like this year they will struggle, one, because there isn't any kind of live international football or any big tournament this summer. And two, 
because the power curve has been increased very rapidly and very quickly this year, that for them to keep the game going post-tops will be very difficult. When I get your guys' takes on that, whether you kind of agree with my kind of thoughts on this, and do you think EA will be able to keep the game going post-tops? And LCB, I want to go to you first on this one. What are your thoughts on this? And uh, are you worried a little bit after tops, or do you think EA will kind of find something to make, make things work? So last year, last year, FIFA 21, I played FIFA 21 all the way through to FIFA 22 and I couldn't believe it. It was like, I'm still playing this game because of them keeping up. But like you mentioned, I think that the Euros and the Copa America was the reason for that. Without the international tournament this year, I think it's going to be very uh, difficult for them to do it. And yeah, as you said, the power curve, this is what I think I was discussing on Twitter uh, the other day, is that it's just so easy this year to get to access some of these really really high level icons uh, and the amount of like moments cross i play on the weekend league is just insane um one thing that i would like ea to do is they did it a lot in fifa 19 and fifa 20 and they only did it a few times uh last year but it was when they have the progressive upgradable objective cards that you can grind towards so last year it was through footies which is obviously up with, we always get footies towards the end of the year and that, that Atal card and grinding for, towards that Atal, I just, I was, I wanted to just do, I was like, no, I'm not going out. I'm getting this Atal card ready for this weekend league because he looked absolutely insane. Um, and he was, he, he was incredible. And the same with, um, there was Adama Traore as well. So I think that, that could be one way just to keep people engaged with the game is to, to have more things to grind towards rather than just hoping to do a promo and you, you've got either option A, whack on a load of cash, um, in which case you're an idiot, um, and hope to get them in packs, or B, um, hope to get them from rewards. Do it so there's actually something that we can try and grind towards, um, towards doing rather than just grinding towards crafting F SBCs. Yeah, we have seen it. It has worked. I mean, obviously going back to the original, uh, the milestone kind of uh, league things. I think it was the first one that we, with the League of Nars and Eredivisie um, back along. And actually, there was a week of purely just like objective-based content trying to grind towards. I think it was like um, you had the Rafa, the Rafa card. Then you also had the Aribe card from the League of Nars and then Eredivisie. I can't remember who was in the Eredivisie. Panda. Appender was a striker, yeah. and there's a few other ones that weren't too bad in there as well. And also had the um, the MLS ones were later, and then we had the, uh, the championship ones with the um, center mid card, the French guy, is it Laurent? And there's a few other cards here and there, which were decent. Again, we had like the SBCs, whether it be like Tahith Jong, and um, I think it was Banza from the uh, Liga Nos. But again, there is if you give kind of grindable content, people will play it, people will do it. It's just EA for the most part. Again, they want to find ways to make the game a money maker. They need to make money. And with these kind of objective-based stuff, they won't make any money from it, but they'll get people on the game anyway. So it's trying to, again, for them really trying to find a way to make people play the game and also spend money on the game and not just one or the other. They've got to find a kind of sweet spot for that. But again, if we have some objective stuff, oh, sorry, objective stuff that's grindable, post dots, I'm down for that. Obviously, footies will no doubt come. It comes every single year. It's just whether kind of what they choose, what route they choose to go down, and again, without any live football, I think it will be tough to kind of link real life football with the game. Although I'm sure they'll try and find something. I just, I have got no idea. And Jack, for you, like, do you, do you think EA will struggle this year? Do you think there'll be, no doubt they'll be fine? They'll pull a, a rabbit out of the hat. What do you think they're going to do this year? 
I, I agree. I think they'll they'll struggle this year big time. I think, like we said, live content on FIFA is so fun. You really buy into the games. Um, it's good for the you know the equally the the other football. Like for me, I remember I was thinking, oh my god, Argentina, come on, pull it out of the bag. I need my ninety nine Acuna, and you know obviously they did, didn't they? It was an unreal card. So. I think they will struggle because it keeps people engaged because people, are, you know, they're looking to, for something to watch in the off season because um, obviously the Prem's not on, you know, all the other major leagues aren't on either. You want something to watch that's football and then with FIFA tying in, it's quite fun, isn't it? So for me, 85 times 10, it's got to come back. There's got to be a lot of stuff in packs, I think, to be, you know, just so people have got something to open packs for. I think like LCB says, like objectives that's probably their best bet because the power curve they've they must know that they've gone way too fast this year they must know it i, I refuse to believe that they're that incompetent that they just you know they close their eyes and just pretend uh, they throw you know throw a number at a dart or dart at a uh, dartboard to find out a player's stats i just think they've given all like the big players promo cards now that are so juiced like are they going to give just really, really random players a huge juice card? Like, are we going to see like a 99 Joe Willock or something? <laughs> I don't know why Joe Willock was the choice of there, but I feel like if that makes sense, like the catalogue of players is almost done already and we've not had, you know, we're only in May. And that's the thing. I think for most years, the game has always stopped around Tots anyway. But the past few years have shown that for EA... Tots is not the be-all and end-all. It's kind of, it is the the start of the decline going to the next year. But for them, for most people anyway, people usually say, oh, I love the, they, they love the stuff post-Tots. The last few years, people have absolutely loved it. But it's going to be very hard for them to get it going the third year in a row without something else helping them out, whether it be COVID in FIFA 20 or whether it be the international tournaments in FIFA 21. This year, there really isn't that one kind of thing that's going to help EA do it. And they've kind of either figure out some of themselves or the game will die post-tots for the first time in a few years, which obviously all of us create the content around the game. We want the game to go on longer. I think it's just tough this year because there is no kind of standout thing for EA to do. And kind of they got to think of something brand new, I think, really, because if they try and copy where they go back to Summer Heat. Again, we had like the Furlan Mendy. There was kind of grindable stuff back in Summer Heat and FIFA 20. It's just whether that works again this year because people kind of can actually go outside and touch grass if they choose to anyway. And Mark, for you, obviously I know we've kind of gone over a lot of stuff anyway. It's kind of hard to add anything new into this. But for you, Mark, what would make you play the game post-tots? Is there anything that like you kind of want EA to bring to the game? And is there anything that we haven't mentioned that you would think would be a good good addition for EA to add post-tots as well to keep people playing? So actually about 30 seconds ago, I just had a little light bulb moment. Um <laughs> It might be an, the worst idea in the world, but I don't know if you, you boys remember, but I think it might have been FIFA 15 and a couple of years around that period. We had foot heroes, like not the heroes we've got now, but it was like a purple card. It was like a hero card. So yeah. I remember, I think a few, I think every Leicester player got one the year they won the league. So for instance, if, if Leeds United just because I know they're down the bottom. If they stay up and Dan James scores the winner on the last day to keep them in the Premier League, give him a juiced card, which is 92 rated, for instance, but have this purple foot heroes design. And I think that could be a promo based around the end of the season because 
teams are going to be winning leagues. Team, teams are going to be surviving relegation. So there's going to be people who are scoring them goals and considered the heroes who might not have performed all season long to get that team in the season card, but they might just have that one moment. So I maybe make a team out of that. That was just my light bulb moment anyway. But um, go, going on from what we've mentioned already, like the objective cards where you get different versions of the cards based on how many objectives you're completing. I, I personally love that Furlan Mendy card back in the COVID year, FIFA 20, and then I think it was Bruno Fernandes came as well. I think they were great additions. So I, th- I always think something like that is a win because even if you don't the top version, you can get one of the lower versions if you're happy with that. But yeah, I think they are going to struggle. I think the one way to keep people engaged is going back to that pack last year, the 85 times 10 where you can just rinse and repeat it. It doesn't really cost any coins. Whatever you get out of it, you can usually put back in until you get something that you're happy and you can just throw all the higher rated into... I know last year we had a ton of SBCs. We had the Ronaldo uh, end of era card. I, I think Messi got a footies card. We had Moments R9. So that way people are grinding the game, but they're grinding it by opening packs. And who doesn't love opening packs? So I think I, I personally think the market will be on on the floor by then because, you know, it's the end of the game, so it should be. And I think EA will just increase the pack weight so high like they always do towards the end of the year. And people can just grind from doing the SBCs and doing the objectives. That's the only way I can really see them keeping people engaged. After team of the season, a number of players always stop playing. That They get that every single year. So Again, I don't think EA will be bending over backwards to try and keep people engaged because they know no matter what, most of us are going to be coming back for FIFA 23. So I think they hold all the power and they'll just really do what they want. Yeah, and that's the thing also. Obviously, TOTS brings people back, but then we'll always going to see a massive decrease post-TOTS as well. The only thing that I'm not sure if they're actually going to implement it within, implement it within foot. I know there's been a lot of talk about cross-play going to FIFA 23, whether their like, big thing is the summer to try and add some kind of cross-play into the game. Kind of, is there an attempt at revamping some stuff? Again, every year they always seem to kind of test a few things out post-tots and see if it works for this FIFA. And if it does work, they put it into the next FIFA. Whether the cross-play is part of it, although I don't know how cross-play will really help foot too much, honestly. Um, but then like Mark mentioned, maybe like some more kind of promos that are based off the past season, like a kind of team of the season not moments cards will probably get them throughout this year, but like, like I said, some hero cards that they, some guys have done well throughout the season. But again, it really is going to be tough for them to keep it going, I think, post-tots without that kind of uh, extra addition, extra variable pushing uh, the kind of EA content too. So we'll see about that. Again, no doubt EA will find something and make something work. It's whether really this is the first year out of the last three years that EA actually do really struggle post-team of the season. But again, the only thing I can add really that I think may help them a little bit will be the addition of crossplay if they do actually attempt to put it in the end, the game before the end of the year. But uh, obviously that remains to be seen and I don't know if that actually will happen or not. One so. thing that I think they could actually do, they always do it in like drips and drabs, but they always, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like, team, you know, like FIFA 22 warm-up or whatever. You know, like if you did some SBCs or objectives, you got a Hunter chem style or whatever in the next year. I think they could do that, but juice it massively. 
in terms of not cards like that, but you know, maybe give you contract packs, um, chem style packs, um, cosmetic stuff, you know, give a lot more TFOs out because I think, you know, a huge thing that they missed out this year was icon TFOs, you know, they're all in the game files. So why don't you get a TFO and a, a you know, a kit or something for when uh, you complete an icon SBC. So I think like FIFA 23 warm up, that could be a, the, I can't think off the top of my head exactly what they'd do to make it really exciting, apart from like kits and that and boring packs. But I'm sure that's something they could come up with. It's uh, it's something that would definitely get people coming into the game to do. Yeah, and no, I mean, I think going back to the past few years to the kind of the engagement stuff, it's kind of been okay. But the fact you've mentioned there, like a, a Tifo or Hunter Kemsal, they're not really things that I'm like, right, I'm going to log on FIFA after work tonight and get the grandies out forget to get like a hunter chem start it's got to be something that's actually worthwhile to do but again the fact that all, all four of us here are kind of struggling to think of things that ea can do and kind of fresh things shows that there probably will be something going not wrong with them kind of post tots but i think they are they're probably people the guys working ea maybe are a little bit worried no doubt they'll have something up their sleeve at least i hope so again they probably should prepare for the whole year in advance with foot i don't know how far ahead they do have, they do prepare but i do More hope yeah, I do hope for the game's sake that it is fairly decent after tots anyway. But we are going to wrap things up there. We'll go through our guests and where you can find them. Mark, I want to go to you first. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me easily over on Twitter and TikTok at MarkFootTrader. And uh, and Mark, what kind of content do you produce? Are you uh, you're more into the player review stuff right now, aren't you? Yeah, on TikTok, it's not the way I want it to go, but it's the way the re- the views came in. So. Whenever there's a new SBC out, I usually try and post a video quite quickly, just whether I personally think it's worth it or not. So that's what I'm over on TikTok with. Twitter, I've been a little bit inactive, but that's just the time of the game we're at. Usually when the game's in full flow, you can find my trading advice over there too. Sounds good. LCB, where can people find you as well? Uh, On all all the platforms, really. Mainly uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, LCB101 um, on, on all socials. And yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, what's your streaming schedule right now as well? What times do you normally stream in the week? So in terms of streaming, I've had, uh, I've had about, I think I mentioned earlier, about a three-week period off streaming. Um, but getting back to it now, um, now that we've got a bit more balance into life. So yeah, late nights, 9pm UK time, uh, three or four hours. So, uh, most days of the week sounds good and Jack where can people find you yeah so you'll find me and Robbie over at Backpage Gaming on all channels uh, YouTube we just hit 3k which is amazing so thanks everyone for that and then Twitch we go live probably like a couple of times a week usually when we get a bit more time and on the YouTube what kind of content should people expect on your YouTube channel absolutely everything um in terms of play reviews we're smashing those out we've brought out four already uh for team of the season so we're going to be bringing out at least one a day uh daily uploads 12 p.m uk time sounds good and appreciate you guys coming on and again if you are listening to the podcast we will get episodes out every single monday we're going to be back regularly every single week and again if you want more content go and follow us over at for footsec pod on twitter for any news and to answer questions or to get questions asked on the podcast appreciate you guys for listening (laughs) 